Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Mitchell Phillips once again. Hopefully you're back as a fan of the pod, a returning guest, or some uh, some hot young new buck out on the prowl for new pods. And uh, I just want to s- send my pheromones your way. Spencer, lift up your armpits. Yeah, that smells like sex, dude. Uh-huh. Soundboard's not in peak form. We're figuring that out. But my name is Mitchell Phillips, like I said, uh, at M-I-T-C-H... E-L-L-F-I-L-L-U-P, Mitchell Phillips, mostly just on Instagram, uh, Spencer, at Robot Spencer, um, and looking at always Super Producer Jeremy Beam, sick. I'm um, sitting at the helm as always, kind of relaxed, had a weird day, kind of just lazed around, kind of chilling. Does anybody have cocaine? No. no, no. All right, a lot of winks across the room. <laughs> no, no wink. Get, get those interns no out of here. No wink. This is not some street corner where your, our interns can just peddle drugs on the side. I'm trying to run a legit business here. We um, we've got hats off, which sound like this, and gloves off. Shut up. That sound like that. Uh, basically, we give uh, pats on the back to those that deserve it, and uh, little pats on the fanny that does deserve it. Uh, Spencer. Yes, sir. Go first. All right. I got a pretty good hats off. Hats off. Let's hear it. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, let's get that applause sign functioning properly. All right. So the hats off goes to my new my new best friend, Captain Doug. All right. So I was hanging out with the captain of this boat. Captain Doug. Yeah, he captains a boat. Keep going. And I started chatting with Wait, him. Wait, how big? Uh, holds 30 people. I'm not sure the, I'm not sure the length of it. Is it a houseboat or like a yacht? He charters it for events. Okay, that's cool. And it's a really cool, he showed me pictures, really cool vent, you know, old school style boat, wood paneling, you know, nice mahogany oh, on the sides. It's yeah. a classic boat. It's not a new hip looking boat. Like something like Captain Ron would be on. It's, Ron, Ron is going to be there. Yeah, cool. He will be there. Cool. Can't have two captains on the same ship, yeah, though. Nah. Be a skipper Ron. That's a tiff turf war if I've ever heard one. Skipper Ron. I talk about pheromones, dude. Shirtless Kurt Russell with an eye patch. I don't know if Doug could compete with that, but regardless, he's going to be on the boat anyway. Cap, I got chatting with Captain Doug. He goes, You know what? I think you uh, would be a great bartender for my business. (laughs) And he says, All we really do, we take people out to sea for either bachelor parties or funerals. What the fuck? Do they dump people at sea? Yeah, they well not the bodies, but the dust, the, uh, oh, the ashes. Cream, they, yeah, the okay, ashes. so cremated. Everyone wants to be, you know, scattered at sea. A nice spread. But I mean, what job could be more up my alley than strippers and dead people? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely perfect. It's a match made. And well, first of all, you can do the you do the uh, like a nice tight bun or a ponytail, you know, on the back, and then. You're in all black. You know, I could see you at a wedding. You're very, I could see you upholding the responsibilities yeah. of that. But also, if I get on a, a boat with 26 other guys and a couple of strippers, um, I want somebody that looks like you, how you're dressed right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hair's going as, down for as, the bachelor party. <laughs> I want you working the bartender. Like, what you got? Yeah, a little heavy pour. Here we go. Yeah, I can go both ways. He said, yeah, he said it's all bachelorette, bachelor, and funerals. And I, I've never experienced a bachelorette party, but... Oh, girls People, are just sucking hard. Yeah, so, yeah well, based on the porno videos I've seen, they're just... Uh, one of my friends... But you can't fit that big bear head on yeah, the ship. <laughs> Shoutoutdancingbear.com. <laughs> but it seems like that would almost be better, because then those are just real girls going crazy... And people, people I told them, go, oh, you're going to have to look at a bunch of male strippers. I don't give a shit. 
I've seen a dick before, yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> it's not a big deal. People are like, oh, dudes just have their dicks out in the locker room. I was like, did you not play sports or like yeah. have friends growing up? It's okay. Like, I didn't even play sports with some of the guys whose dicks I saw. It's just like sometimes you get naked and hide up in a tree for other people to pull up to the campsite. Last Yeah, last weekend I was I was inner tubing naked on my <laughs> knees. <laughs> Although I'm not big on, I'm huge on um, getting naked when I'm tripping. Unless, like, other people are around. Like, if I'm tripping, like, by myself or with a girl that I'm, you know, acquainted with, then that's fucking awesome. I'm like, let's just, we're just, there's no one for 50 miles. We're in the desert, dude. Let me just spread this this bad boy and make sure no scorpions get me. Watch my six. But then when other people around, like, we went to Deep Creek <laughs> on mushrooms, and I was just like, nope, nope, yeah. nope. Even though everyone else, like, not everyone, but half the people are naked. Well, probably. mushrooms also shrink your penis. That's true. That's the thing people don't like to talk about. They don't make you infertile. You I mean you can you can work it up on like the come down if you you're can, on the right vibes and shit. You can fuck on mushrooms, but while you're just idling, it's gonna be small. Oh, and when you're peaking, your penis is like trying to climb <laughs> into <laughs> your butthole just for any type of. Uh, this is too much. Yeah, some type of uh, camouflage. It's protecting you. Yeah, dude. That's why I grow my pubes out. So even if I don't have trunks on, you can't see my small dick, <laughs> ladies. Um. So continue. Was that it? It's just he well, f- he reached out with a job opportunity. I'm just excited to be able to work this because I'm very good with people in grief. I've spoken at uh, a lot of my bar customers' funerals when I had no right doing it. Yeah. I've known them for about three months, and then they die of a brain aneurysm, and their kids like, man, they really loved you. You should speak. And oh yeah, then I shut down every single person who spoke because they I have just no hope this goes well, so I can get invited. Yeah, to, you could be my bar to back. bar back. I would. I've done it. I'm very familiar with the back of a bar. You can bar back because I, I do need a bar back. Because <laughs> with thirty people, if I'm making uh, real drinks, I'll need a bar back. Yeah, cash doesn't hurt either. So, no. so uh, and you know, if someone's dead or they're celebrating a bachelor party, yeah. they're gonna tip like. Crazy. Also, I think I might have brought this up before, but <laughs> I find like uh, I find I love funerals. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I just happen to be born at a right time where like everybody in my family. You know what I mean? Like generations lap lap lapsed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just where I was born is like everybody either like just died around when I was born or died while I was like growing up young. So um, I really like I revel in like the. the uh, just like, I don't know, not even from an outsider's perspective, but just like the the raw emotion that is a funeral. You know what I mean? Like, I get off on it. Like, I I go in, get it with a goal, with an objective. Like, I'm going to cry my ass off or I'm going to, like, witness this thing. In honesty and in, like, empathy and all that. But I love, like, that emotional experience. But the It doesn't watching. hit me as hard. You know what I mean? I'm like, death is, like we said, you trip enough and you're like, ah, death, that sucks. But it's it's not the end of the world, probably. I mean, for them it is. Yeah, for them, but you're an it's energy. You're gonna move on to like probably DMT world or something, yeah. like where you went, where you were before you were born. But um, <laughs> this is, <laughs> but it sounds fucked up. But I would much rather go to bar back and some bachelorette party. Like, hey, the male strippers didn't show up, and I was like, what? And then I, I pull off my bar back shirt, and yeah. my collar's still there though, <laughs> with a with a bow tie. Oh. <laughs> And you're just playing brown-eyed girl. <laughs> you, my brown-eyed girl. But funerals are great for people watching because you can tell who's there, who doesn't give a shit. Whoever eats first at the funeral. I oh, know it's not yeah. called the after party, but I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, it's the after party. The after party. Whoever just goes for the turkey meatballs first. The reception. The reception. Yeah, yeah. That's when you know who doesn't give a fuck. No, I remember uh, my Uncle Brian's funeral. Uh, my Uncle Butch, who I've seen like four times in my life. He's my mom's uncle. 
and uh, I think he's my grandma's brother, but he, <laughs> he was just like complaining the food wasn't there yet. Like somebody wasn't even being like delivered. It's my small blood, town. My blood sugar's low. Yeah, we just got like three of those like eight foot subs from the deli. Yeah, <laughs> and he's and he's just like, I was told there would be food here. It's like, hey, your nephew just died. Can you just, can you just like have some crackers for a minute? Yeah, anyone have a tic tac for this guy? <laughs> oh, that's great. What do you got? Um, oh, uh, also side note, same funeral, um, funeral reception rather. Uh, my cousin Aiden was just born. I remember he was still in like the the overhand carry car seat, you know, that locked in. Yeah, he was a baby, baby, and he. Uh, everybody was talking about how Brian's spirit went into him, <laughs> and I thought that was really que- creepy at yeah, like that's nine. That's really creepy. <laughs> oh, look at the innocence on this baby. No, they're like he like like he. It could have like he could like time wise like he's an infant like everybody's like you don't remember anything until you're like three years old so what if like like the soul selecting him here in this building in this house right now and i'm like can you guys just pass the cheese whiz because <laughs> these fucking sandwiches aren't here oh cheese whiz <laughs> dude cheese whiz on wheat then say what you want but that's like that's some of my white trash like uh uproots that i'll never be tired of like you know obviously like i don't eat like butter tortillas anymore or Oh, you, you don't, don't like butter tortillas? No, I love them, but I just it's not like a three times a week thing like when I was seven. You know what I mean? When you're just making uh, mountains out of molehills meal-wise. Yeah, I, li- I like to put PB&J on my tortilla and then fry it up. That was my move. Uh, or I, not, not, not J, honey. PB&J PB and, and honey. And, or a PB and banana on a tortilla, and you roll that shit up and just eat it like a fucking snack wrap. I love that. Um, shake and bake. Mmm. Shake and bake is cheap and fucking still delicious. That's, That's sweet. some white trash chicken. And you, my mom would bake it with the rice aroni in like a casserole dish. So you just have that crispy chicken sitting in that bed of rice. Ooh, white trash good. risotto. I <laughs> um, uh, just texted my mom the other day. Fucking canned chicken fajitas are still king, dude. Well, I like half a bell pepper, half an onion, and a can of chicken. Yeah, I like tuna casserole a lot. It was just canned tuna. Noodles, mayonnaise, mm-hmm. and cheese. Yeah, hamburger helper. Yeah, some of these classics will never die. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, right, let's go to a hats off. <laughs> so, a uh, man, I forget where I just got it. It was in one of those like, um, uh, you make a note of it. Estates, you know what I mean? Apologies in advance, but anywhere, Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, Ohio, uh, Nebraska, Arkansas. You know that whole middle chunk. Uh. It was one of those. And uh, this, so this guy, he shot himself in the leg uh, with, I think, a 9mm or his 45. You know, some, you know, common firearm, common sidearm. Shoots himself in the leg and uh, writes a glowing review for the ammunition company. Because <laughs> <laughs> it did such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's watching, he's reading the review. Uh yeah, I guess, okay, so he shot himself in the leg, and he's basically just, like, texting the company. He's like, hey, like, I shot myself in the leg with your product, and they're running damage control. Like, it's not even the person who runs social media anymore. It's the, uh, you know what I mean? Like, somebody's just running the, they got two kids to run the Twitter account all day. And then when, uh, or not even that, they, you know, it's probably somebody, somebody's side job, the small ammunitions company. Uh, <laughs> they, they're running the, uh, the social media, and then all of a sudden this guy texts in, hey, I shot myself in the leg with your product. And today's age, you're like, oh, shit. He immediately handed the keyboard over to the fucking the lawyer, who was <laughs> like, what can we do for you, and blah, blah, blah. Nothing. 
<laughs> and then <laughs> uh, I'm trying to pull the text up specifically. I'm stretching. Here, look. So I accidentally shot myself in the leg. Oh, here we go. Same time. Throw that up on the big screen. All right. Thanks, buddy. Give that guy a raise. Uh, accidentally shot myself in the inner lower leg with your 45 RIP in 162 grain. Nearly bled out. Only kept leg after a series of world-class trauma surgeons. <laughs> Looking at three months. No weight bearing. Uh, many months of recovery. All metal pedals separated from core as designed. Maximum damage inflicted. Product performed as designed and marketed. Five out of five would recommend. <laughs> P.S. This is a separate text. P.S. No exit wound. All pieces remained in leg. This is a five-star review, guys. Hats off to this gentleman. Because this is really like what I strive for and like how I try to like carry myself in day-to-day -day things. You know what I mean? It's like we live in a society. I, I break the law all the time. I'm not like some fucking judge. I'm not Judge Dredd out here walking the streets with a fucking plasma cannon. But you're not going to blame people. Exactly. He shot himself in the leg on accident and he went, hey, guys, it did exactly what you said it would do and he gave props. That's, that's how I like not advertising doesn't earn my business. Uh, product performance. You know what I mean? If if I buy something and it works as marketed or better, you know what I'm impressed. Then I'm st I'll stick to your brand until you fucking prove me wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? Product loyalty, brand loyalty. That's what I'm about. Like quality. That's how you. That's why everything gets better. Well, I'd put that on the front page of my website if I was an ammunition company. That's why iPhones haven't gotten any better in the past like six generations. They just make them like sharper, like cleaner images and a different outside. But really, it's just they're just graduating like with natural progression. They haven't innovated. In like ten years. No. Um, sorry, what were you saying? I would put that on the front page of my website if I was that <laughs> if I was that ammunition company. That's the best review ever. Actually, that's great. That's this, a great idea. This hurts someone and he still loves us just for the quality of the bullet. No, but that's what that's the oh, kind of big big props to the world class surgeons. <laughs> yeah, the three world class trauma surgeons. That's what I'm saying is like this was an ordeal for him. But he was like, No, that was my fault. Like that is the guy that's that's who built this country. You know what I mean? In the 1800s is that mentality. Of like, ah, I got, well, I fucked up, but your product did exactly what you said it would do. And yeah. I got to commend you for that. It's my so. fault. I own it. Yeah, it's like when, like, in the Old West, when you, like, you kill a little girl on accident, and then, like, the lynch mob comes for you, and you just got to go, well, all right, justice is due. And you just go <laughs> let them hang you. You're like, this is the society I want to live in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's it. God bless. Hat, hats off to you. I um, I'll pull up his name. He'll get a mention at this pod. Uh, oh, let's see. Fucking put his name in the headline, guy. Get it in there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. No, go ahead. All what right. do you got for me? They well, don't, I got they, don't, a, they don't give his name in the articles. I've got scumbags. a quickie, but this is also a combo: gloves off and hats off. Okay. Fan of quickies. All takes place at the Wichita Falls, Texas, Walmart. Same Walmart, two different criminals. One's a gloves off, one's a hats off. I have the exact same scenario in my notes. <laughs> okay. And I know which one's a hats off and which one's a gloves off. Damn it. Well, there's a mixed up those sound effects, but suck my dick. Well, first one's a gloves off, and this lady at Walmart went to the bakery area, got a cake. While she was strolling her fat ass around the store, <laughs> she ate half of the cake. Yes. Which I don't I don't know how she did that, because eating a half a cake... Dude, that's what I said. ...is hard. 
That's what. <laughs> and while she was just walking the aisles with no silver, like even if I was sitting in a chair with a knife and fork, it would be hard for me to eat a half. Like a I'll cake. do that with like a bag of chips or like a naked juice. Not a cake. Yeah, but I'm saying like I understand you. Save the bag. This is customer loyalty. Like blah blah. Like this is what I'm talking about. If if all sure, guys if operated like that last guy on honesty, you could you could live in this world where I can eat the chips and I save the bag. Here, scan the bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? I ate these while I was walking through the store. This bitch this lady continue. eats half the cake, which is a feat of its own. She's unnamed, so they don't have a picture of her. Guaranteed she's 300-plus pounds. So she's waddling around the store. Oh, for Barehanded. Sure. I imagine barehanded. That's how I like to picture it. Oh, no, what do you think? She brought utensils? Shovel. I don't know if they have utensils at Walmart. I have no clue. Oh, and you know what? They do have utensils in the deli. Yeah, so for like she, pasta salad. Maybe and she shit. went to the deli, shovels half the cake in her mouth, goes to the register, refuses to pay for the whole cake because she <laughs> says I'm only buying half a cake. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking. But she, this is the best part: is she wanted to pay for the half that was remaining. Yeah, because the half she already ate is gone. I'm not paying for for what I shoved down my fat. <laughs> no, but that's the best part: is my the, fat gullet. The logic she's using is like. Even though she ate it, that is not that is not a detail. That is not pertinent information to this investigation. Currently, it's half a cake. I'm at the register. There's only half a cake here. I'm paying for half a cake, you piece of shit. Yeah. And so, anyway, the cops she, came. Yeah. She ends up paying for it. Cops came, made her pay for it. Now, she's the worst part for her is she's banned from that Walmart. If you live in Wichita Falls, Kansas, that is your cultural center. That yeah. is the library. That is the that is everything. That's, That's the, the community of college. Art. That's a community college. <laughs> There's nowhere else to go except Dairy Queen and Walmart. That's, so the, she's that's the sporting goods store. Yeah. That's the the clothing store. That's where you meet your new boyfriend. Yeah. That's that's everything. So she fucked herself, and then here comes the hats off. Oh, same Walmart. Oh my God. A few months earlier, a woman. I got it already pulled up. On oh, my you notes. got it. There was a woman. She didn't get arrested because, you know, she was classier about it. But she was caught. Yo, classy is the key word. <laughs> she was caught. The call went in for suspicious behavior at nine in the morning. She drove around in an electric cart while drinking wine from a Pringles can. Wine from a Pringles can. Slow clap for you, lady. That's she a- did it for three hours, too. Uh, my first thought was, I got to try that. I mean, no, exactly, because I was thinking the move would to tell the cop, no, nah, I'm just getting the crumbs, because you know when you, that's, you get I the think, crumbs from the bottom? No, that's why it's so amazing. I think that was her strategy. Is she, like we said before, oh, the co- they, the wind blew the cocaine into my purse. Mm-hmm. The, uh, that's my friend's cocaine on the outside of my nostrils, yeah. <laughs> officer. This lady was like, I'm putting wine in a Pringles can with the direct objective of if a cop asks me, I was just getting the crumbs. <laughs> This opened everything. You can put fuck hard cylinders. You know what I mean? That's cardboard. Put it in a a Lay's bag. And, oh, that'd be even trickier to catch. Dude, it's twelve dollars. Twelve dollars for a six ouncer of so, some house port, right? Yeah. You can fit twelve ounces in a fucking Lay's bag and just act like you're getting the crumbs for twenty minutes. <laughs> These crumbs are really hard to get. <laughs> you switch, your fucking mouth's all blue. And then I actually saw the picture of the girl. I thought she was going to be this old crazy lady, but she was a young crazy lady. Oh, is she? Do you have a photo? No, nah, I don't currently have one, but she oh. was not old. I assure you that. Yeah, not as you would assume, huh? I would say in her 20s, maybe early 30s. But, I mean, what a... 
The idea of just driving around a oh, Walmart parking they were, lot. By the way, they were both hats off on my notes. Oh, see, I <laughs> gave her gloves off. I don't like the cake liar. Um, I don't like that part. Yeah, no, one part of me goes, we live in a society, but then also the part of me that goes, if, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have to have those ideas and act the way I do in some situations if society did move fluidly. You know what I mean? How you think it should be. Not how, just how I personally think the world should run, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying we live in Western society. We've all agreed on a certain amount of things, and this is how you operate. You know what I mean? Don't steal, don't kill. Up there should be don't cut in fucking line. The punishment shouldn't be as harsh. No cuts, no butts. But, yeah. like, the British, they love cues, as they call them. The Chinese love lines. Do they? You know, that's something I was not aware of. I didn't know they loved lines. Uh, maybe it's Japanese. Who knows? They all look the same to me. But my point is, like, culturally, some things are better. You know what I mean? Where that's one of the things we figured out. It's like, don't cut in line. You're universally a douchebag. And usually, what I've, the only way I've gotten away with calling people out from cutting in lines is the second you speak up, there's like, you feel like an upswell, like a revolution happening behind yeah, you. Where it's like, yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, motherfucker. Because this is what everyone wants to say. No, because I'll be like, dumb. hey, you were standing in front of her. And then the lady will be like, yeah, I was here first. And I'm like, I gave her the courage to speak up. Yeah, oh, whoa, look what's up on the big screen, Spencer. Japanese people are insanely good. They're not just good. <laughs> and the businessinsider.com. This is no this is no dime store garage blog. Just because they're good at it doesn't mean they like it. No, but they it's out of respect. These are honor based societies, man. The British and the fucking Japanese, all they have is honor. And look what they did. The Honda and conquered the world. Two equally uh important feats. Um <laughs> Jesus. Um You're up, buddy boy. Yeah, man. No, but like I was saying, I do respect all that aside is I only have to say that because fucking idiots exist in the world. And that's why I can also appreciate a grift or a nice little scam. Well, that's not a scam. That's just a fat ass eating half a cake. No, but a, like I can being a bitch. The person who eats it while going through the store and then they just throw it back on the shelves. But like she tried to buy half a cake. No, I know. I wish you would have just, just said, leave the cake somewhere. It came this way. No, get two it's, cakes, eat half a one, and leave the half-eaten one like behind a fucking a pair of fucking knockoff Chuck Martins or Doc whatever Chuck Taylors. <laughs> Chuck Martins. Doc, I want those. Chuck Martins. I want those. Doc Taylors. I'm sure they did a crossover somewhere in the early 2000s. That was a very. <laughs> I can feel that look mashing. Um, I'm gonna go to well, you. That's I'm done with hats off. You help me out with that one. Uh, let's go to gloves off. So this, uh, Jesus Christ, um, which one should I do? This, uh, <laughs> there's a guy, uh, a Yale graduate. He played on the football team, uh, degree in economics. Um, I don't know if he had a job or not, but anyway, his dad is like a founder of some, you know, fucking investment firm or something, CEO, co-founder. Uh, makes a, an incredible living, one of those guys. They live in Manhattan. He's one of the wheelers and dealers. Fifth Avenue apartment, the whole deal. He's got a. He was giving his son a thousand dollars a week. How old's his son? Um, late twenties. Late twenties. Unacceptable for like a legacy. You know what I mean? Went to Yale. Like you don't have a job out of Yale. Like uh, people complain like that a community college didn't set them up 
for the job market, but yeah. Yale is like that's the only reason it's there is because yeah, the connections you make. Just for being like a nursing assistant, a dental assistant, or a cop. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like if you go to those like Fortune 500 companies on the top floors, they're all going like. You got three Yale guys, two Harvard guys, and a Princeton guy, and they're all making fun of like the Princeton guy. It's like, <laughs> no, blah blah. I think that no, actually, this guy was a Princeton graduate. My bad. But anyway, uh, dad was giving him a thousand dollars a month, just an allowance. Four thousand dollars, or sorry, a thousand dollars a week. So four thousand dollars a month. Oh, you said a thousand. All right, that's good. That's a good. Yeah. No, f- four G's. It's it's relative though. Manhattan, you know. A decent apartment's gonna run you fucking three grand off the bat, if you want to live by yourself. Uh, well, but he wants to live by himself. Well, of course, I he's, guarantee it. He's accustomed to a life of luxury. This is where he can have like a divorce case of. Like, yeah, that's where divorce comes in. He, they are used to this lifestyle. Yeah. Therefore, sorry, Steven Spielberg. Uh, <laughs> say sorry to him. It's all coming. He lost a lot of money. He's gonna lose a lot more than money when uh. It's all said and done, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. David get it. Geffen. Huh? Oh, okay. We're going. No? Let's not go there. This okay. Episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's stay away. I from was trying that. to just do clicks and winks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he dropped his his uh, weekly allowance from a thousand dollars a week to three hundred dollars a week. So his son's reaction was to go over to his dad's apartment. This is all within thirty minutes. You can't. You can't get a pizza faster than this. Uh, his dad informed him that he's dropping his weekly allowance $700 down to $300. He walked over to his dad's house, shot him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a dick, dad. Yeah. Boom. That's a gloves off to both of you. Gloves off for being a murderer. Gloves off for being a dickhead dad. You can't get any any empathy, f- especially from me. When you're When you get killed by your son... When you get killed, not only is that like a Greek tragedy, but there's also, there's zero empathy. You raised a murderer. Yeah, yeah. And it only hurt you. That's why I think the Menendez brothers should have never gone to prison. Oh, I, I, that boggles my mind. They never used that as a defense. They should have just both walked. Yeah. Or like um, a couple years ago, I somewhere in the Midwest, uh, it was like Munchausen. Is that the one where they... like? Oh, the, that girl and the mom who gave her the fake diseases and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it happens all the time, but then the the mom, or the girl killed the mom. Or the girl got her boyfriend to kill the yeah. mom. And yeah, oh yeah, I think we talked about that life. on this podcast. That's She She convinced the daughter that she was paralyzed <laughs> and had would shave her head yeah. and said she had cancer. She went her whole life yeah. thinking that. And then she got dick for the first time, felt super mm-hmm. empowered. And this dude's Good like, for her. yo, let's kill your mom. Oh, no, she asked, please kill my mom. And they're both in prison. Oh. And the mom got so much money from the sympathy from her fucked up daughter who was completely normal. <sighs> oh, it's a fucking tragedy. Yeah, he should not. I mean, he probably shouldn't have killed her because he had nothing to do with it. But she should have killed well, her. There's a and lot. then she shouldn't have gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of reforms that need to be made, like, obviously. like, But that's up there with, like, the, the pedophile that f- flew people to his island for decades yeah. and... And just raped children. They proved there's an institution. Nine months. It was thirteen months. Thirteen. And then like somebody who got like caught with like a a dime bag, literally like eight dollars worth of weed, in fucking South Carolina, and they go to prison for four years. And now there's just like they just got to continue on life of criminality because you know how that works. Institutionalization. You know your mentality changed with formative years. 
And then also on top of that, it's no, you can't get a job. It's just easier to sell drugs, shit like that. But uh, yeah, that's it's a fucking travesty. It's like that shouldn't be a murder charge. You know what I mean? There should be like a revenge law. Yeah, give her a year, maybe. We have that kind of what is called jury nullification. Jury nullification is uh, they'll actually if it's the best way to get out of jury duty is you just go. I don't believe in the court system. Like, I've seen it fail too many times. And then just start going off about OJ or something. But uh, one of the big points is jury nullification is the jury has, if they have the ultimate say in the plea, or the verdict, rather, the uh, if you, you can say, we're fully aware this is illegal and should be prosecuted, and but we find them innocent. Like a, a dad beats to death a pedophile who's raping his daughter. Like, he catches him in the act, beats him to death. The jury is like, we find him guilty of murder, but innocent on all charges. Yeah, that just happened. It happens like fucking weekly in Texas. <laughs> I mean, come on. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, that's about it. Fucking, right. if you you raised you raised your own murderer, dude. Yeah, you are a you are one of the ultimate suckers. Yeah, unless yeah. <laughs> you are a rube, bro. You raised your own murderer. And before this, you were giving your own... Mur- he essentially assassinated himself. Yeah. He, <laughs> Part of himself. He's obviously, like every parent, you subsist to like 16, 18, you know? And then you get a part-time job, and you slowly move on and uh, grow into the world, and you have your own adult life, and blah, blah, blah. But this guy was just a 29-year-old fucking upper-upper-class fucking loser. And you were just paying him to just like... Do coke in Brooklyn and yeah. fuck chicks with bangs and this and that and this. Yeah, and get really cool champagne rooms at the clubs and bottle service. Essentially, his his son was like the mob, <laughs> and he was paying him protection money. And soon as money dipped, he came in and fucked him up. And you could still live off what he gave him. Three hundred a month, though. Oh yeah, that's, that's twelve hundred a month. Or sorry, three hundred a week. Twelve hundred a month. Oh, he'd have to get a roommate. Oh no, that's ridi- that would change my life. <laughs> As it were, I'd stop looking at food prices to a certain extent. Yeah. But the uh part-time job plus 1200 free a month, I'd take that. Oh, for sure, dude. Especially with part-time job, I'd go back to working at a restaurant. Uh but the uh Yeah, that's insane. You raised your own murderer. It's kind of beautiful. It's full circle. It, that's you what I'm saying. It is kind of like a Greek tragedy. I like, brought you into this ca- world, and the son is going to take him out of this He world. came into his stupid debutante wife, <laughs> stupid fucking trophy wife, probably had a stupid haircut. Because this guy's, obvi- I mean, he was conceived in the 80s. So I definitely had a stupid haircut. Yeah, they should definitely had a stupid all? haircut. Hoop earrings, shit like that. Like fucking turquoise shoulder pad jacket. <laughs> and he fucking dumped up inside. He's going to murder me. <laughs> uh, it's it's sad, but it's it's a gloves off because you got no empathy from me, you stupid idiot. You added a murderer to the world, and you know what you, that's what that, you know what that should be the ultimate cost. You should always murder your parents first. If you're gonna murder anybody, I want to start that because you're obviously not gonna stop murder, crimes of passion. Keeping the family, you're saying murder your parents. Because as well-meaning and it's like, oh, he was so soft-spoken and his parents are so nice. I don't know how they raised, like, it's like, yeah, I dudes at my work bring in, like, toddlers. And I'm like, oh, I fucking hate you because this is the person you're creating. You know what I mean? 
you can tell the way like a four-year-old acts. They're going to be a fucking shitty 15-year-old and an even worse 30-year-old. Oh, you can tell it too. That's what I'm saying. You know who's gay. You know who's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. You know who's a narcissist. Kid just hanging out you by know, himself you, whispering. You know who's really cool. You know who's helpful. You can tell right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, nature versus nurture. I think a lot of it's nature. I mean, nurture goes into it, but I think you are who you are. It's like... Well, for you, the most part, you can meet two-year-olds who are absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah, where they have timing, they've got mm-hmm. jokes, they yeah. can say funny stuff that yeah. truly makes a grown-up laugh. And then you shout just out have, to your niece. <laughs> yeah, then you just have some dummy who drools all over the place, and uh, yeah, uh, I called somebody a big dumb bastard at work, <laughs> and they're just like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh you can't say that, can't say bastard. No, but it was. Uh, Oh, this guy at work, he's got a, his kid's a fucking, just one of those, like, 400-pound fucking three-year-olds. Not, like, fat, but he's just going to be, like, six seven and, like, goofy. And I was just like, that. don't bring that big dumb bastard around me. I'm just fucking treat him like an adult. But, um, all right. Uh, Back to me? No. Did you, you just you, go? No, that we're was still on all the, you. Yeah, we're still that on this guy. all you. Jesus Christ. All right, I'm going to give a hats off. They wanted us to drink. I got a little hats off action. Hats off action. Can we can we get the crowd in on this? Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Act like you've been here before. We're welcoming you our live studio audience. This is how you repay us. I'm giving up to Kamala Harris. <sighs> All right. Let's hear this. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd not like she's that. She's a fuck. She's she's Hey. She, it's my hats off. All right, off. hats off her. I'm giving her the hats off. Hats off to this fucking Probably because involved she, in a pedophile ring, lady. She, oh, man, I said we weren't going to talk about that. Anyway, she was going at Joe Biden during the debate. She talked about the busing thing. Said there was a little girl from California, second class, got brought in from a bus. That little girl was me, right? She said that. Everyone loved it in the moment. Improv. Next day, comes out with a bunch of shirts selling. That little girl was me with the picture on in front of her. Great. That's why I like it, because then it made people really mad, because they thought it was, it was disingenuous. <laughs> they viewed they they uh, made me uncomfortable, and it felt a lot of critics said it felt orchestrated. Yeah, you just had all shirts printed the next day. It felt disingenuous. I'm a comedian. You know how long it takes to get shirts made? It felt hollow and calculated. <laughs> Obviously, it was all on calculated. Yeah. You don't think this? They printed all the shirts on Monday. The debate wasn't until Thursday. Yeah. You think they just? She made that random quote, and then they just went to the presses. Girls got to make money for a campaign. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, for and sure. For people falling for that and thinking that it was some heartfelt, off the cuff remark. Oh no! Yeah, that's why it's you like you got to make money. I'm not. I'm not, a, I'm not politically one way or the other. But the, uh, like, I think that was a big part of like. Uh, why Hillary didn't win is because juxtaposed, you know what I mean? It's one thing in itself, but juxtaposed, like standing next to Trump, as I'm not like, oh, he talks like a real guy kind of guy, but he, uh, but she was. Like, you can tell every, like, comeback she had, she had written in case he said that. You know what I mean? Everything, especially but, as a comic, she, you know when it's not it. in the in the heat of the moment. Yeah, she's just a good performer. That's uh, Obama's entire thing was he's a good performer. But that's why I give her respect because, uh, Every, she convinced everyone it was off the cuff just by the way she sold it. Yeah. And of course she's going to make shirts off it. She's running for president. She's got to make some coin. She's not going to win. My main Elections thing with, cost a lot of money. My main, I, I think it's a shitty move uh, overall because it's just like 
not even just that. The entire thing is like we showed like that should have been a turning point. You know what I mean? Where when Trump got elected, like if you're going to beat him now, you have to actually talk to people. You're not just saying these things into the ether and then like it lands on people. You know what I mean? Politicians speak like I thought the days were over of like wearing makeup and reading off index cards. But then the, I watched this look in these Democratic debates and you're just like they're still trying to like campaign like it's the 80s. You know what I mean? Where, and then when you have that like canned speech and like like I said, it takes two weeks to get shirts going. You know what I mean? Exactly. Especially she probably printed fifty thousand. I bet you she made a million off those shirts. Yeah, it's insane. But the <laughs> but that my hats off is for her being smart, having something that she knew would get the country into it, and then profiting off it. And she sold them thirty bucks a piece. That's a ripoff for a T-shirt. Oh, so that's why I give her a hats off. Hats off, I guess. Yeah, and then, yeah. then making people mad, saying we all believed you. Now you seem hollow, and <laughs> that's beautiful. Uh, it you is. seem disingenuous. It is glorious. Listen to this. Commercializing what and probably many others believe to be a beautifully emotional off-the-cuff comment to Joe Biden so soon afterwards makes her thoughtful words seem hollow and calculated. No shit. She's a politician. It's all hollow and calculated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what's like, I thought the Android era was over. No. I don't, because I do respect the politicians, but then there's also, like, there's this new wave of people coming up. You know what I mean? Where, like, AOC, I think she's a fucking lunatic. Cortez, that chick from yeah. upstate New York who says she's from the Bronx, uh, changed her name. Now she's Hispanic and she stands up for the people. Eh? But she, uh, but like, she's a total sociopath. But I respect the hustle. She's a fu- like fucking go after it. She's a she's an insider. You know what I mean? She's a provocateur. You know what I mean? That's like don't. She's getting people fired up. They're talking about her. Of the old age of like people like. These politicians that are dying, you know, people that are still on, like, the Supreme Court that don't know what, have never used the internet. Like, this is a real thing. But then you have, like, like, don't read off cue cards. Speak from the heart. And even if you are lying, be like, blah, blah, blah. Have, like, learned something since that. You know what I mean? But, uh, I don't know. It's just, it was very disheartening because, I don't know, I like, I'd like the world to be a better place. You know, I think people need to get along. I think, for the most part, politics is professional wrestling. But when you see people, like... It's almost like like uh like my little brother's running for president and he's falling into that. Where I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. No, do this instead." You know what I mean? Don't don't go the ways of like, "Yes, I speak Spanish. Yo quiero Taco Bell." And then like people are like stuttering, trying to like be like, "I speak Spanish." blah 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 blah. blah. When it's like People are going to vote for you if you're authentic. Just be you. Yeah. Trump was a fucking total cunt the entire time. But every time something got called up, they're like, he's like, that was out of context. And everybody's like, all right. And it's like, you called her retarded. He's like, you said <laughs> women suck. He's like, no, I said Rosie O'Donnell sucks. <laughs> and they're like, all right, see you later. I called her a fat pig, to be fair. Yeah. But it's people want an earnestness, even on the other side of, you know, other than his side. I don't know. It's infuriating. One more gloves off. From Mitchell Phillips, uh, let's see. So 18 adults arrested in Italy for tricking slash electroshocking children into testifying that their parents abused them. So that so they, they just tortured them? No, they was like therapies and, well, you know, electroshock is still therapy in par- some parts of the world. This is Italy. 
They didn't even have a unified language until like 18, 1921, some shit like that. Fucking. I, uh, so, <laughs> Jesus, this is a lot. Uh, tricked into saying their parents abused them, um, essentially so they could sell them to foster parents who were, who they had lined up. So apparently, it doesn't say so in the article, but logic concludes that there was, there's some type of infrastructure here. <laughs> So that these parents were waiting. They had buyers set up. You know what I mean? Like, four specific children. So like they came from nice homes, and then they just tortured them into... I don't know nice homes, but it was uh, a few dozen Better kids. than a foster home. Exactly. Um, which, by the way, uh, included in the arrests were uh, a mayor. And they said a mayor, which... Was that the guy's name? Or was it they didn't a mayor? <laughs> Ah, mayor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, uh, no, but they said a mayor, which led me to believe they didn't say the mayor, which means this is over multiple cities and towns. A uh, uh, couple psychologists, psychi- psychiatrists, whatever, psychoanalysts of some sort, a few medical doctors, and a handful of social workers. So these people had a system set up to basically, like, Fucking uh, making a murderer. It's like, did you murder her? He's like, can I watch wrestling? <laughs> like, just say you murdered her and you can watch wrestling. And he's like, I murdered her. <laughs> and they put handcuffs on him. And then they're like, yes, my parents abused me. My parents abused me. And they're okay, we are taking you straight to foster care. And then the about half of the children involved in the case were sexually abused. <laughs> Shocking. Don't believe that for a second. Um, yeah, so it's uh, gloves off to these people who are apparently part of an international ring, too. <laughs> no, but at least on a, but at least even not on a conspiratorial level, like gl- legit gloves off to these people because they're at least there was a supply and demand in effect for a long time. Like this is something that was set up. There was a supply chain of children and. And they just got caught. How, who knows and how it's long not they've even, been doing it? Well, I mean, if you're asking me. The foster care system, like, we've got plenty of ragtag children fucking wandering the streets. The foster care system was built av- under legitimate purposes, you know what I mean? To So there wasn't, you know, generations of wayward youths, and you know what I mean? If it weren't for, for the foster system when, like, the crack epidemic hit, you wouldn't have some of my favorite comedians in Los Angeles. <laughs> but, uh, but, I don't know, there's, like, just take from, like, the fucking boys' homes. Do they sell orphanages? Yeah. Like, when you're taking people out of functioning homes, you know what I mean? It had enough... You, you, there had to well, be how something... how did they get them? They That's what I'm saying. You, they didn't just pop up on your radar. They didn't... I, by This will develop. We'll probably get updates. They didn't just, like, grab random kids. There had to be something suspect for, like, protective services to visit the home or whatever. You know, whatever they call it over there. Protective services. Uh, but, uh... The fact that they're taking kids away from their parents. You know what I mean? It's not even like some kid that was hopping trains for a year and now yeah, he's in the system. Yeah, at least get an orphan. There are plenty of orphans That's out there. That's what I'm saying. How many children? Get a like, hobo kid. But, but then that also you're like, if you're like some chic who wants to fuck boys, you're like, I don't want some dirty kid. Yeah, I want, I want some kid who was, he's got, he was fed three square meals. He plays soccer yeah. on the weekends. He uses shampoo. There you go. He doesn't have. Da- I don't want. Can't get dandruff yeah, do on all these dandruff on all these dog beds I yeah. sit in. That's what. That's what I. Th- I always thought that sheiks just. It's like they're just essentially have doggy beds all over their house. 
They were just really nice beanbag chairs. It's super chill. They're not even beanbags. They're like like long and flat. Um, I'm into it. <laughs> they have Beyonce coming over to do concerts when they if want. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. I am for the ultimate in comfort when it comes to relaxing on beds, couches. I'm writing a book. Uh, I'm out of shit. Well, I've got one. This is one? more. This is how are we doing on time. This is more of a question. This is a hats off, gloves off question. To the panel? Because I to the panel. I had a dilemma today. This uh, I work with this dude named Junior. He's sixteen. He texted me and said, "Yo, my homies and I." He didn't say and I. Me and my homies were going to Arizona. I'm wondering if you'd buy us some Modellos and forties. And I told him no. Should I have done that? Is it a hats off or gloves off? Because when I was sixteen. I always thought when I'd be buying alcohol or trying to get old people to buy me alcohol, I would think, man, when I get to be older, I'm always going to do it. But then I was like, fuck that. Bunch of cholo kids driving to Mexico. Yeah, you're just going to kill them. Yeah. No, so I, I side 100% with your train okay. of thought. No, it's, I was that person, Because I had some guilt. Because I told them no, but I was like, should I have done it? Am I betraying my youth? No, but then also when, when adults wouldn't buy shit for us, we'd still figure it out. Yeah, you pay a hobo. Uh, no, no, we didn't have hobos. Okay, we did. No, you would at least, like, uh, you'd steal it, but fucking overpay on something else? or Yeah, we'd always go, there was a liquor store where there was a bar, like, two doors down, so there would just be these, it was, a like, a local old guy drunk bar. We would just, they'd always buy it for us, and then they'd try to go to the parties with us. Like, Are there going to be girls there? Yeah. We're 16, dude. Uh, yeah, or you go to Walmart and you just put, like, a, a brick on the bottom. <clears throat> And try to just like go out through like check out through like the garden section. Yeah. With like you just get like a case of Gatorade and put like fucking beer on the bottom. But that's another thing. Why I do respect the grift. Um like in my younger days. I'm not trying to get through with a fucking half a cake. But I'm like, I'm sixteen, I need to get drunk. I would gladly pay for this, but you guys won't let me, so I have to steal it. This is the world I live in. Survive, adapt, overcome. Yeah, and this dude, Junior, he's half a gangster, so he should be able to do it. But I, I had some guilt because I told him no. No, I but also they, they're driving to Arizona. You, if you buy them too much, they're just going to fucking... I'm driving to Vegas. I'm driving to Arizona with, oh, the, and the, with some buddies 16, and some you don't beers. Give a fuck. They're going to be drinking the whole ride. That's what I'm saying is like, hey... They're going to get killed. One of them's going to rat on me. You need a designated driver. That's not going to happen. No, not at 16. Yeah, no, that's for like a bachelor party. We're like, no, he'll drive there. I'll have like six beers. So that you drive home. Yeah, there you go. But um, all right. So that's too much. Hats off to me for not buying this kid a beer or a lot of beers. Yeah. And then hats off to that kid if he figured out how to get beer that day. He will. He will. He will. You think I'm going to be the end of the road? Come on. So hats off to Spencer. That was a long road to take for a real pat on the back. <laughs> um, do we have uh, I don't know. Follow us on Instagram at Hogopod, please. At Hogopod. DM us, Spencer. I've noticed posting on Instagram recently. Yeah. Oh shit. Back I, in the game. I was I was laughing because I I looked. I was like, oh shit, you post? Are you posting? And then the most recent one was from like May. <laughs> the one before that was like November. I got some stuff locked and loaded. I'm back in the game. Trust me, people. I won't let you down. All right. Uh, I love you. I don't know what Spencer how he feels, but uh. Oh, I thought you were saying you love me. No, yeah. I love the fans. Oh well, I love the fans and I love Mitchell. We got things in the works. Bonus contents. Uh. All, uh, but we need the response from you guys. We need you to rate and review on iTunes. We need uh, you to tell your friends. We need you to share the podcast. Tell people to listen to it. Tell them um, lies, really, frankly. Get them to um, 
subscribe to it and then rate it and then once they listen to it even if they don't like it they just at least you know you never unsubscribe to something and no. it just kind of stays in your thing and we get the points but anyway we need the feedback so we know where and when to grow and to we need a fan base to offer something to <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. we we've only got 1.2 million followers right now and we need to grow that to uh make it uh you know i don't know plausible make it reasonable to produce extra content we need a fan base to communicate with us and uh, eventually have sex with us. Also, R.I.P. Bet the Bounty Hunter Chapman. Oh, oh she died? Yeah. What the f- I'm doing a send-off. You can't just... I just... She she has... It's topical, and she has the greatest titties in I, the game. I, I, saw, I saw her in the hospital, but I didn't know she had passed. <sighs> she aloha bro. Well, guys, R.I.P. to the, uh, the most legendary pair of tits in TV history? In bounty hunting history, TV bounty hunting history, no. they were big. No, no, but those were fake. Hers bets were real. Bets were fucking. Those were mobile boo boo jazz. I don't know. That, I was trying to do Spanish. Muy, muy fucking titios. Muy chichis. Yeah, big old chichis. Grande chichis. God damn it, dude. R.I.P. Beth the bounty hunter. Yeah. I love you. Um, 